0: Alright guys, welcome to today's show, and on the show today it is myself and Sean recapping day two on the mountain, as well as looking forward to what the coming days have in store. And so, uh, at this point we had made it up, we were probably nine or ten miles back in in the backcountry, and we had made it up to this lake, which was amazing, one of the most amazing places I've ever camped. Um, But from there, we wanted to go glass some new country, and so we just kind of chat about that. I hope you guys enjoy this as the goat stories continue, trying to pursue um, those elusive mountain goats in Colorado. On a different note, here in Missouri, we are in full swing of the archery season for whitetails, and so I've had a couple cool opportunities already, had a lot of small bucks and does underneath my stand Um, actually had some turkeys the other day. I had three toms that came in the woods behind me and man, I had to use some discretion. It wasn't a totally clear shot. And so I'm glad I didn't take it looking back, but three really, really big toms were in the woods behind me. And I mean, I've been seeing turkeys nonstop that same night. I had a small buck come out. I was watching a coyote out in the bean field in front of me and a small buck came out and I look over and this buck starts like pushing this coyote around. Like the coyote didn't want anything to do with that deer and the buck just had its nose to the ground following it and kind of chased it off of the field. And so I thought that was very odd. But um, yeah, some cool encounters. Hopefully the hunting picks up here over the next couple weeks. I know scraping activity is way up. Um... A lot of people are shooting bucks right now. People are actually rattling them in, seeing a lot of chasing behavior. And so we'll see what happens um, over the next two to three weeks. It should really be getting good. But I'm excited for that as well as I'm gearing up for waterfowl season because that's just around the corner. Just went to Bass Pro Shops today and picked up a couple new mojos and a mojo tree. So I can't wait to put those to use uh, later in the season. Anyways, uh enough of me rambling on about hunting let's hear me ramble on about hunting with sean uh so yeah please get ready it's going to be a good episode hopefully you guys enjoy hearing this story unfold
1: like he was doing things that were just badass
0: that was one of the coolest moments of my life i was really scared but knowing that dane had the gun i did have the rifle like we would be okay Alright, guys, so it is day two on the mountain, and we have now made it to our final destination as far as camping goes. Hopefully. We've got, yeah, hopefully. The plan is to be here until we uh, get a goat down, and tomorrow we're going to get up into the um, bowl that we've been wanting to check out this whole time. So, we actually ended up seeing. Another eight goats today is a big family group, um, but they were all the way across the valley on a different mountainside about 2,000 yards away. So it's cool to see that the goats are all up here, but now it's a matter of honing it in, finding one that's killable, and then Tuesday morning it all begins. Sean, I mean, you've got the game plan together. What, uh, what are you thinking? How are you feeling?
1: I'm pretty confident so far, but we have yet to find a goat that's huntable, really. Yeah. So that's going to be part of what we're up against is just getting one that's in a position where we can go after it. I'm confident, having not seen one yet, still pretty confident that they're here and then we'll find them tomorrow. And that gives us a day of scouting and chance to make a plan and try to make an attack on them opening morning, which will be on Tuesday.
0: Yeah, we've had a bunch of people that we've talked to that haven't necessarily seen them this trip, but they've seen them in prior trips. And a lot of people said that they were close enough to hit with a rock. So I'm curious to see what that looks like once we're up in... More of their territory if they're going to be that kind of tame or used to human presence, or if it's going to be, you know, hard to get close. We just don't know yet at this point. But the one, the one big Billy that we saw, he was tucked away from where most people would be. Um, he's not up on any main trails or anything like that, and with him busting us that quickly. I've got a feeling if we're going to kill a big Billy, it's going to be a lot of work to get close enough to him to get a shot.
1: Yeah, he uh, we found him at, what, 600 yards? Yep. Tried to close the gap a little bit to get to a position where we could get better eyes on him. Just We can't hunt him yet, but we just wanted to start looking at Billy's and figure out, you know, what the standard is or give us something to compare to. And I don't think we closed the gap by 100 yards and he knew the gig was up and got the hell out of there. He was, he went about 40 yards and got to the edge of the trees and it sounds like looked back one time for a couple minutes and then dipped into the trees, never to be seen again. So
0: And the cover we were in was so thick we couldn't see up to him and we couldn't see down to josh and josh was signaling us um whether or not to keep going and it wasn't until we probably got 300 yards before we were able to see josh and he gave us the big x and uh that was it but i think the terrain that we're going to be in tomorrow is going to be a lot different you know once we get above the tree line We're not going to have to compete with all the brush, with all the aspens. It should be pretty good visibility. And so as long as we stay put and have the wind in our favor, we may be able to get within range, and hopefully that happens on Tuesday
1: as well. Yeah, that could be to our disadvantage, though, too, because they can see us coming. Yep. And it's going to be really tough to make a stock. I think if we find one, we have to get above it and judging by the scenery in the area we're in that's not going to be an easy task by any means no it is pretty jagged and pretty rough country up here um we're at the foot of a 14er at a base camp where there's probably 40 or 50 hikers getting ready to uh some the peak tomorrow morning which has been interesting in itself that in this whole trip we're the only people on on the trail that we've seen. Probably a hundred people we've passed or have oh, yeah. passed us. And we're the only ones carrying a rifle. And every it it's been a warm welcome, to be honest. I I didn't anticipate that. I thought uh they wouldn't be too happy with us up coming up here to shoot these mountain goats, but they every one of them's told us good luck and told us if they knew where one was, they'd let us know where where to find it, but nobody's been seeing them. But we also haven't seen a pair of binoculars on any one of them either, so yeah, none of them have been close enough to see with the naked eye, really.
0: Well, and a lot of people have been uh, traveling light, hardly anything in their packs, if anything at all, and they've been moving quickly. And so, you know, these... Anytime you're hunting... Unless you're hunting a park, you know, you've got to have your eyes open and you've got to take the time to stop and glass. Um, Otherwise, you know, you're just not going to see it. We saw several mule deer, several elk, that mountain goat, and we wouldn't have seen any of them except a couple of the mule deer if we hadn't stopped to look around. But we've got base camp set up tonight. We're going to lighten the load tomorrow. And uh, only take essentials while we go up. We'll take our binos and the camera and spotting scope. And, you know, hopefully we can get some cool footage of some mountain goats out there. But it may be a lot of miles put on tomorrow, a lot of elevation gain. I mean, we're thinking about a 1,000 feet tomorrow just to get to where we want to go.
1: That's just to get above the trees and to get where we can see
0: yeah but it's very promising country, and if we find one in that area, I think it'll be killable. Um, and then we're gonna have probably an eleven mile pack out at that point. So the next challenge is gonna be keeping meat cool, keeping the hide cool, and uh, getting it out before before the heat gets to it. But with the cold creeks, With all the mountain runoff, I mean, the water is frigid. And so I think with a couple trash bags, we can keep that meat cool if we need to.
1: It's definitely been grueling so far. Yeah. The uh, adding, adding weight to my pack does not sound very appealing right now.
0: No. The nice thing is if we, you know, get up there on Tuesday with lighter packs, planning on staying the whole day and getting down before dark if we do get a billy up there then it'll it won't be much heavier than what we've been packing around until we get back to base camp and then at that point it's going to be a lot of
1: weight yeah once we put all of our sleeping bags and tents and gear on our back plus the weight of a goat it's going to be a long haul out
0: we might find some of the uh hippie hikers up here and donate a bunch of mountain house to them just to save on weight if we head out early because that's been a big thing is we've had a lot of weight and a lot of space taken up with food but uh obviously you got to eat up here and yep. hopefully we can eat some back straps and tendies before we head down and lighten the uh, meat load
1: yeah we're gonna have to eat half of it just to get out Yeah, for real (laughs) We we might put on a steak dinner for the hippies If they'll help us get some of it out
0: (laughs) I wonder how how will that work Taking it in and getting it checked If you show up with less meat than you're supposed to have
1: Maybe we just need to document harvesting it Yeah And prove that we had all of four quarters
0: Do some pictures and videos and then even take some pictures of people eating
1: I don't think like we're gonna take all of it but I don't think I have to prove that we took all the meat out huh um,
0: you just have to prove sex
1: Evidence of sex has to be on the carcass and um, when I go to check the hide I don't have to bring the meat with me
0: okay nice so yeah that'll be that'll be good It'd be awesome to eat some up here obviously have enough to take back but it'd be great to have some celebration steaks while we're up here
1: oh we're definitely eating some tender lines
0: the uh one issue that we're running into is the fire ban and so we're gonna have to try to find a pan with some fat or some butter or oil or something and uh cook them up but I'm excited man it's going to be a lot of work again tomorrow. I mean, it kicked our butts today. It kind of took everything in us to make it up here today. Yeah. All three of us.
1: Uh, what was it? Nine mile or nine-hour hike to go six and a half miles?
0: Yeah. I mean, we did spend a lot of time sitting and glassing. Hugh and Josh each took a nap for a while. Yeah. Um, and so it wasn't hiking the entire time, but uh, there were definitely a lot of breaks in there just so that we could... Keep from getting sick, keep her oxygen levels right, and um, we finally made it happen with enough time to eat dinner and set up camp before it got dark. But it's funny because it's only like 8 o'clock right now, and everybody in camp's asleep. We haven't seen many people moving around or heard anybody moving around really since uh, probably what, 20 minutes ago, 30 minutes ago?
1: Pretty well, once. uh It got dark, it got quiet Everybody's gone now
0: There was a group of three guys That we ended up crossing a log jam Right behind And they were asking us about it And they said man if you guys get one by Tuesday We'll help you pack it out (laughs) So Sean I mean the pressure's on now (laughs) If you want a lighter pack
1: Yeah but we'd have to shoot it Tuesday morning And get it down here to Get it out of here and We'll have to see if that can happen.
0: Wait at the wait at the trailhead leading into yeah. the campground, so that uh,
1: catch them on their way out.
0: Hey, remember what you told us? Here's your quarter. It's gonna be fun though. I'm excited.
1: This has already been probably the toughest hunt I've ever been on.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you haven't even had a loaded gun yet.
1: Yeah. No, I still can't hunt for another day.
0: Yeah, I mean we've got all day tomorrow to wait, but. Um, Hopefully, we've got some goats pegged tomorrow. And I think once we get up into that basin, we've got an opportunity to check out a lot of ground, not only in that one, but in another one. And it looks like it's pretty gradual in that basin. You know, we don't have any steep cliffs or anything. So if we had to peek out and find something on the other side, we could probably do that too.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's honestly my plan. The basin on the other side of the mountain that we're looking at is probably a mile square. And Jeez. big country and a lot of good vegetation down in there for them. And um, in my unprofessional opinion, probably pretty good goat habitat. So hopefully we can come stumble across one in there.
0: Yeah. It's going to be, I mean, it's going to be a lot of work, man. It's. Gonna push us to our our limit as hunters, I think, but it's gonna be worth it.
1: Yeah, I think we're uh, nine or nine and a half miles in right now, and it's been discouraging with some of these hikers passing us up. But they're here for one day and gone tomorrow, and we came in ready to stay for ten days if we have to. So a lot more gear and a lot more food and just heavier packs than uh, everybody else from what I can tell.
0: Yeah. And I mean the three of us like we don't we don't hike 14ers for fun. We don't gain elevation like this often if ever. And so it's been a learning curve for sure. I don't know what else could have done differently leading up to it but um one thing is we're gonna know exactly what we don't need in our packs at the end of this hike because we have all been maxed out on our bags we haven't had any extra room to put anything and
1: my pack's gonna look a lot different next time i do one of these
0: yeah yeah i've i've been trying to think about that and get a gear list in my head and figure out what i don't need anymore and you know there's not a ton that i can change but there are a few things that would help out um and then camera equipment i mean that alone is real heavy having to have chargers and you know stuff that we can keep phones rolling and cameras rolling that's not easy but um yeah, like I said, it's a learning curve.
1: Yeah, next time I'm going to make sure Dan carries more of the f- meals we're sharing. <laughs> I don't have any
0: extra room in my pack. But um, how, what's the farthest you've ever hiked in a day or like on a trip like this?
1: Um, I think I've done 10 miles round trip, but we went in light and grabbed an elk and came out heavy. Yeah. It's never been this kind of way in all uphill. That, that elk, it was uh, where the elk was. We had to hike. The first mile was a lot of uphill. I think 1,200 foot of elevation change. But then once we got to that top, there was a couple of uh, points we had to go over on the ridge line. But at the end, it was quite a bit of downhill compared to the uphill. So it was probably a mile of up and down and then another three miles of nice gradual downhill to get out of there.
0: What uh, What about time spent in the backcountry? I mean, we've been out here two days now, I guess a day and a half and two nights. But, um, you know, the way it's looking, we've got to be back by Sunday, but it may end up being nine or ten days That's something I've never done before
1: Uh, Never Carrying camp on my back I mean elk hunts are usually Nine days but we have a pretty big base camp We sleep in a camper When we're at base camp And then we spike out for about Three or four days tops Usually and then by then it's time to Get back to camp And spend the night on a real bed And make a new plan And go back in again Yep.
0: Yeah, it's it's exciting. I'm curious to see how it's going to play out. I just don't know what to expect moving from here. You know, I've got my hopes, and that's that we find them tomorrow and we get on them Tuesday right away. But, uh, yeah, I just don't know. It could be anything.
1: Yeah, if we're not in the right spot here, we could be loading up camp and moving another couple miles and trying to find another basin if they're not where we hope they are.
0: Yeah. And we've had a lot of good intel of where people have seen them a lot in the past on past trips. But, um, you know, they could just not be there this week. I don't know how much they move around. That's something I haven't researched a whole lot, like what what their range is. But I'm guessing if they're up on a mountain, there can't be food sources all over the place they got to kind of stay in certain places i would imagine
1: but they got seasonally they'll move and i think uh you know if there's any pressure or too much human activity they'll move to the other side of the hill or or another basin or two away so it all depends on kind of where we can catch them out in the open i hope it's been odd where some of the places we've seen him Because where that billy was Compared to where those nannies are Was night and day different yep. He was he was definitely much lower in elevation
0: Tree cover all
1: over Yep And then they were on just a bald South facing slope That You know We spotted him from 2,000 yards away Dan did Made a good eye on him But
0: To see them I mean, that that vegetation couldn't be more than ankle high. Probably not. You know? And so to go from full tree cover to ankle high all the way at the top where nothing else can grow, it's crazy to see the difference in where where they live. But I think we're going to wrap it up and get some sleep tonight, even though it's early. Man, this is the earliest I've gone to bed in a long time, last night and tonight, but... The mountain's kicking our butt. Yeah, we definitely earned a good night's sleep tonight. So, yeah, until next time, stay tuned. There's going to be a lot more to come. Hopefully some uh, cool stories, close encounters, and success. All right, guys, that is going to do it for the show today. I had a ton of fun going back and listening to this again. It's It's always awesome getting out in creation, and I definitely miss that place where we camped for a few nights. Uh it was gorgeous and I hope to be back there again one day. But um for now it's hunting around here, fishing, exploring, camping, doing all that good stuff. I've been checking trail cameras a bunch, seeing some cool stuff on a buddy's trail camera. We're getting his woods set up for whitetail season. But I hope you guys enjoy hearing this whole story unfold with Sean and Josh chasing after mountain goats in Colorado. Stay tuned because there's more episodes to come as we uh, actually get out on days where he can fulfill his tag and pull the trigger, um, as well as we've got a long hike out still and another bear tag in Josh's pocket. So stick around, see how it all plays out, and I hope uh, you guys will get on and leave a review or rating of this podcast. Give me some feedback. Help me make this a better show to listen to. And so until next time, always choose adventure. God bless. And
1: we'll see you later.